Welcome everyone to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. This is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? Uh, greetings and salutations. I, find, I hope this greeting finds you hearty and well met, sir. I want to ask you this question to start. Are you excited to kick off the very first installment of This Week Today? No. I'm extremely excited. This is great. Yes. I appreciate you having me on the show. I, I really dig your podcast. Um, I feel like you bring a, a very refreshing palette to the, to the podcasting community. So I'm really glad to be able to work with you on this. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. For, for just a second, I thought I was going to have to recover from a really awkward moment, but then you <laughs> saved it. <laughs> I am the king of awkward, sir. Don't worry. I'm glad to know that. Uh, is there anything else that we need to know about you before we get started? Um, besides being, you know, like one of the greatest people on the planet, um, no, I think I'm, I'm a musician. I love audio. I love podcasts. I love, basically, I got to be honest, man, life is going so well for me right now. Everything is great. So everything is good and I'm loving life. It's just going great. Would you say everything is awesome and then you want to break into song? Um, it happens basically all the time. So I don't know what it's like in in your house, but we've watched the Lego movie in my house <laughs> probably 47 times. Got it. Yeah. Now, thankfully, we've moved on to uh, to beat the dead horse of a few other movies. Yes. Like, for example, I'm quite certain that I've seen Moana probably, like, re- like I was going to use some some hyperbolic number like 30, but I haven't seen it 30 times, but I bet you I have seen Moana six times. Wow. That's see. Okay. So here's the thing. I'm new to having kids. I just started this stuff like a little bit ago. I found a wife who had three kids already. So I haven't had to change a single diaper. So I'm new to this kind of whole watching movies over and over again. And so I haven't even seen Moana. I basically don't see a lot of children's movies. So I've made it my mission to show them our classic children's movies. And the other day we watched, well, this is not really a children's movie, but we watched Cool Runnings. Wow. Yeah. I'm kind of, we've seen E.T. We've seen Cool Runnings. um, We've seen The Never Ending Story, which turns out as an adult is really, really slow for today's children. (laughs) (laughs) And and ironically, it does end. (laughs) So so the title doesn't make sense at all. And and not soon enough these days. (laughs) Yeah, and, well, and I, and I will say, uh, that's not going to be a popular opinion amongst uh, so, some friends of ours, which you may know, uh, Chris Brayton and Donnie and Corey over at the More Gooder Than podcast. Yeah. Their, epi- their episode that they just did last week, last Wednesday, where they covered three children's movies. They covered Neverending Story, Goonies, and Chris is punching the dash right now because I can't remember the third one. <laughs> <laughs> I think Goonies, that's a good one. I'm actually going to show that gonna, to them It's going to come back. Oh, 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 see, Secret of Nim. Secret of Nim was the Wow, Secret of Nim. I and I'd, like to, I'd like to apologize, Chris, for making him insane for the last 10 seconds for me not remembering the third movie. But, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, if you haven't heard more Gooder Than, that's a, that's a really fun podcast. But yeah, that reminds me, they went over Never Ending Story, which did you know was a German movie? I did not know that. It was made in Germany. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Wow. And, and, that's, and that's bonus content, folks, because that wasn't part of our program. I just threw that fact in just for fun. Whoa, dude, my mind is currently blown. Let's please blown. limit the number of times you blow my mind. Blown. <laughs> Without further ado, you want to get started? Let's do this, man. Okay, well, the first uh, part of this week today is to talk about what happened this week in history. Uh, and we'll, we'll cover all kinds of things, history, sports, entertainment, just common culture. And so let's get started. Sure. So as I was looking this day up, I noticed something really interesting, and it happened in 1184 BC, and that is the Greeks entered Troy using the Trojan horse. 
<laughs> talk about one of the world famous blunders and strategy moves. Yeah, and see, I prefer the version that was portrayed on Monty Python on the Holy Grail, <laughs> where they use the Trojan rabbit. Right. And they and they they put they got inside the rabbit, and then they all sat around and asked each other, "What are we supposed to do next?" <laughs> you know, I can't think of Monty Python without thinking about the holy hand grenade. Absolutely. I have I have put and, that in every arsenal I've ever created. And, and Brother Maynard, who is the keeper of the holy hand grenade. <laughs> but of course. So what did you find out that happened on this day? Well, I got to be honest, it's a lot happened this week. And I, when, I, when I was researching this, I found that like I gravitated towards my natural uh, historical passion of war. And so this was this week was really critical because this was when Paul Revere made his ride. I mean, the Battle of, of Lexington and Concord happened Interesting. this week. And it's so fascinating to me because I guess I never can kind of grasp the gravity of like how tenuous our battle with the British was and how many battles that were so close to, you know, being decided one way or the other. And, and yet here we sit, you know, in, in these two great countries now. But man, we were at each other's throats and it all started. With, with like this one day in history. I, I just find it fascinating, so. It doesn't seem like we have the, the, the slightest bit contentious relationship with, you know, England, right? I, it, we, it appears I mean, that way. Right. But you're right. I think that like we were siblings that fought and suddenly we're now friends again. Here's something else that happened uh, this week. In 1916, the Easter Rebellion begins. No kidding. Now, now I'll be honest. I don't know what the Easter Rebellion is. Oh, I don't God. know. I don't know if that's like a group of a group of Union Easter bunnies decided they weren't going to do their thing anymore. Like, we're, like we're not going to the mall and we're not doing that thing anymore. We're not delivering candy. We're not hiding eggs. Like, or, I don't know if that's the Easter Rebellion. And maybe they were on Easter Island. Yeah, maybe they're on Easter Even Island, chiseling things, and they got mad because all their statues got buried. Right. Exactly. So, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna remain in that ignorant place and just assume that that's what the Easter Rebellion is. What's the worst that could happen? That sounds great. Before we move on, from what you were telling me. It sounds like, because you know we, we just had Easter, yes. you would have liked to have staged your own Easter rebellion while you were gone. My goodness. Okay, this is a public service announcement to the people of our great nation. If you want to go anywhere and you have one day to live, go to Central Florida. Because the place that I went, Toph, I'm telling you, it's basically where people kind of just go to wait and die. Every day feels like a thousand years. <laughs> so, so there's a couple other quick things I want to hit before we move on. In uh, 1974, the NFL granted a franchise to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they proceeded to issue everyone maybe the worst jerseys and logo in the history of sports. <laughs> so that happened. And then, I know you're going to be interested in this, on uh, this week in 1989, Massachusetts, yay Massachusetts, declared today New Kids on the Block Day. Can we even compare to the pinnacle that that was? No. Forget about the, tro the Trojan Horse, forget about the Easter Rebellion. This is the most important thing that happened in history this week. I, I can't see uh, an equal to that kind of stat. No, and as a matter of fact, in, in light of learning that news that I didn't know before, I'd like to wish you a happy New Kids on the Block Day. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Happy New Kids on the Block Day. Or, or you know, I'm going to go ahead and shorten it. And happy NKOTB Day, because that was the next step in that phase. Nice. So, nice. yeah, it's topical and cultural. Yeah, it is. All right. <laughs> now, I want to go ahead and jump in here, because this is also an important week for sports, because 50 years ago, the first woman ran the Boston Marathon. It was like hassled and, and beat up and stuff. And she ran it again today, 50 years later. Are you serious? I swear. It's awesome. Wow. That's yeah. a great story. Are you ready for some news? Do it. Let's do it.
Dateline, Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, this think- oh, this is going to be great. Any good story that starts in Mississippi, this is going to be great. Darn right, darn right. So here we go. Okay, so here's how the story goes. Okay. So there's so there's a doctor at a fertility clinic in Mississippi, uh, in Jackson, <laughs> and and this particular doctor made a starting startling revelation. So there's a couple that ca- that went to this doctor to uh, to seek treatment for uh, infertility, and so the, so the married pair had been struggling to conceive to have a child, and during the in vitro fertilization process, apparently, and I didn't know this was part of it, they take a DNA sample from the male and female male and female to get <laughs> a profile of their genetic backgrounds. Well, that makes sense. It's a routine thing, but in this case, the lab assistant who did the test uh, was really shocked to find how similar the profile was. And I think listeners are already kind of guessing where this is going. Right. The lab assistant summoned the doctor and uh, told him what, what they found. You know, the, lab, the, the doctor was like, it seems like they might be related. <laughs> and, 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 okay, so, so no reason to, to, for a huge panic. So he thought, well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> right. it could, there's a chance that this isn't the worst case scenario. <laughs> yeah. Right now. I mean, your mind's starting to wander, but let's not panic. And so he's like, well, maybe they're first cousins. He goes and back, back and looks at their files and it was shocked that not only were the same they were the same age they had the exact same birth date in 1984 <laughs> wow so, so his statement was with this in mind i was convinced that both patients were fraternal twins holy mary so then he's like well what do i do now because <laughs> Obviously, he's he's a professional. He's a doctor, so there's certain ways that he has to handle a situation like this. But the question is, is that did they knowingly marry each other as twins, or have they been blissfully unaware this entire you know this entire time? And what do you do now? He's like, well, I have I have to tell them during their next appointment at the clinic. The doctor feels like, well, I have to tell them, so I'm going to break it to him gently. And as soon as he tells them, I don't know how he expected them to react, <laughs> but they but they burst out laughing. Laughing, yeah, they they burst out hysterically and laughing, and it said the husband said that a, a lot of people had remarked that th- that they shared the same birthday, they looked similar, but he just said it was a funny <laughs> coincidence, and he, he's like he's like there's no way there's not that that can't be possible. The doctor realized they had no idea that it, he didn't that guy didn't realize that they were they were fraternal twins, and so after the after the doctor in, insisted. The wife, uh, understandably, kept pleading for him to admit that he was joking. And he's like, I wish I was. Uh, <laughs> I really, really wish I was. Believe me. <laughs> I, I, this is not something that I wish was a thing. Yeah, it's, I wish it wasn't, but it's true. And so once it had sunk in, they're like, well, we need to kind of sort this out and figure out how this happened. And so here's, here's what they speculated how it happened. When they were really young, when they were infants, their parents both died in a, in a car accident. Uh-huh. And so they didn't have any family or anybody to take care of them. So they went into state care and they got uh, adopted separately due to some sort of filing error that it wasn't noted that they were, that they were twins or that each, each of them had a twin. Wow. And, and so, so here's, here's the interesting thing is the couple met during college. So somehow they, they ran in, they ended up going to the same school, met each other, hit it off. 
they were attracted to each other to their similarities. You know, they like the same stuff. You know, they kind of bonded over the fact that they'd both been that they'd both been adopted and that their parents had both died <laughs> from the same town, right. from the same people. Right. <laughs> yeah, and so and so they so they bonded over. Uh, they had a similar childhood. Those are those are really those are issues that you can bond over. And and so uh, <laughs> is that like exchanging baggage stories? It's like, man, what do you struggle with certain issues? Because I also struggle with certain issues. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what you're going to struggle with together in the future. <laughs> I like this line in the story. It said, if only they had known the truth, it could have saved so much pain later. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, of all the understatements possible, that was the one. Well, here's another one that might beat that. For now, the couple are reported to be considering the future of the relationship. I really hope they can work something out. I don't. What does that mean? How are they going to work something out? <laughs> here's how you work that out. Thank you. This was great. I can't do this anymore. Let's right. <laughs> um, we're just gonna we're just gonna hug each other like siblings, <laughs> right? And then move right. about our, our day. And I guess I'll see you at Christmas and Easter. <laughs> yeah. And then I like this line. For me, this is the doctor. For me, it's it's a it's it's particularly unusual case because my job is all about helping couples conceive a child. This is the first time in my career that I've been that I've been glad I haven't succeeded. <laughs> I gotta ask you, dude. Did you cite this source? <laughs> uh, I did not. And so here, here's where I'm just gonna admit. Turns out this story is not true. Well, okay. First of all, I'm really glad you said that because in some whatever bizarro world that we live in, like this could happen. This is the world that we live in, right? So yeah. you have to ask because you can't trust anything. But right. <laughs> I'm just glad this is not a thing, right? Absolutely, yeah. So, so within within I don't know twenty four or forty eight hours, uh, Snopes and a couple other sources, and even even a couple of the sources that originally broke the story came out and said, uh, "Yeah, this isn't true." Uh, but anyway, <laughs> it still it still makes for a really great story. And to your point, uh, I've read actual stories that are true that are almost this bizarre. Yeah, it's really weird. But I tell you what, dude, world the world we live in is really really weird. There is no doubt. Like, did you see like the woman who got her hand stuck in a toilet because she didn't have a plunger? I did not. Yeah. Right. So they called the fire department. And, and, and your story, your story is not a fake story. This is a real story. Right. This happened. I mean, like you can, you can put a link to it. It's not hard to find. Woman gets hand stuck in toilet and you see her out in the yard as the fire department is breaking her toilet open to release her hand. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, I might've yeah. gotten in the car and driven to any, any retailer that sold plungers. <laughs> Just go ahead and spend the extra 15 minutes going to pick up a plunger. Listen, you get in the shower. Then go to get to the plunger and then resolve the problem. But instead, now you're on like the internet with your hand stuck in a toilet. Yeah, and by the way, the internet is forever. I don't know. If, <laughs> right, does it never goes away. Yeah, yeah, it's out there. It's out there. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> no. Well, we don't have time for all of the stories that we wanted to read. But did you have any other headlines that you came across that were interesting? I did, and I think that nothing. I, it, this is kind of a tragedy, and I just want to touch on it very gently. But we need to send our hearts, um, you know, our thoughts and prayers over to Japan as they are going through a potato chip shortage as a tsunami ruined their potato farm. Say it's and, not true, uh, dude. I wish it weren't. You also know, I a fake story. No, I looked this one up. I mean, it was like nothing earth shattering. Although I guess the tsunami kind of was. But I wanted to point on that because I feel like it's a huge tragedy that we're facing right now. You want to know what the real tragedy about that story is? What's that? They actually have plenty of chip dip. <laughs> that's gonna spoil as a result of not having enough chips oh man all that french onion dip is just down the drain that's what i'm saying dang it everyone's and, affected by this 
And I also have deep regret that we're not going to be able to get to the story that a 52-year-old Florida man is recovering in the hospital after he allegedly cut off his own genitals and fed <laughs> them to an alligator after he went on a one-day meth binge. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, we're, not, we're not going to be able to get to that story. That's going to we're we'll have to cover that next time. What a cliffhanger, man! What a cliffhanger! So, so come back next time for this week today. We'll, we'll get into that story as well. It's going to be great. <laughs> you ready for some celebrity birthdays? Oh, let's do it, man! I love celebrity birthdays. All right, well, let me get started. Actually, I want to do this. I'm going to na- I'm going to name a name and then you tell me how old you think they are. Oh, man, that's a, that's going to be tough, dude. We'll we'll do this in a speed round cuz I know you have some birthdays as well. You ready? Let's do it. I'm going to name a name, you just throw out an age. Okay. How about Barbara Streisand? 80. Oh, she's not quite that old. Babs is only 74. Kelly uh, Clarkson. Uh, let's go with 28. Uh, she is 34. And she was actually, as people remember, the first winner on, on American Idol. And here's another degree of separation. My first job, it was at a recording studio. The night of the American Idol with her versus Justin Guarini. And I sent the actual master of her recorded song to the distribution place. It was just like, I had both of them sitting on my desk. Wow. The first day on the job, I sent the master uh, that was just mixed off to the publishing house for distribution. How cool is that? It was pretty sweet. Yeah, no kidding. Tim Duncan. 40. He is? Okay, are you cheating? No, I like Tim Duncan. He's, I mean, I hate the Spurs, but I like Tim Duncan. Okay, you're not looking at the sheet, are you? No. He actually no, I, is 40. I, I, he is 40. Oh, yes. Okay, let's keep going. Ready? Go, go. Renee Zellweger. Uh, 48. She's 47. That was great. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Also, it's a popular opinion that she looks like she was stung by a bee. Yeah, all the time. What do you got for us? <laughs> all right, let's do, let's do a little uh, round for you, sir. Let's do lightning round, all right? Go for it. George Takei. Uh, he's about 72. Close, 79. Oh, not as close as I hoped. Yeah, so close. All right, so this is, uh, let's do Luther Vandross. He actually died, um, but in 2005, I'd say it would have been his birthday. Uh, 60? Very close, 56. Oh, that's not bad. One more. This is for, this is the big one, dude. Even you should get this one. Crispin Glover. I'm going to go 46. Oh, 52. But you didn't know so you would have, you know, done well in the prices, right? Yeah, I, I almost said 50. Dang it. Okay. Here, here's where we get to have some real fun, and that's where we're going to press the, the button on the amazing fact generator. Oh, sweet. Do it. In 10th century Burma, the king ate a farmer's cucumbers without permission. The farmer killed the king and took the throne. That is awesome. So I've got one more, and then we'll move on. Let's do it. So the first armored presidential limo was used by President Franklin Roosevelt just as the United States was entering World War II. This particular Cadillac convertible originally belonged to the gangster Al Capone. It was seized in 1932 when Capone was charged with tax evasion. That is awesome. Now, I actually happen to know a little bit about this, but not very much. Yeah, so there is one of them. There was a couple of them made, and they're missing one, and so they're trying to find it. No kidding. How fascinating. Yeah, it is fascinating. I, I love that stuff. Well, congratulations on adding an amazing fact on top of our amazing fact. Boom. I know a lot about very little. <laughs> that was like an amazing fact sandwich that we just put together. <laughs> it was like an Oreo of amazing facts. Okay, well, let's finish up with this. Are you ready for the joke of the day? I Throw it at me, man. I'm ready. Now, you haven't read these, have you? No. Okay, good. I want to hit you with a cold. Here you go. So, a child asks his father, how are people born? And his father said, 
Well, Adam and Eve had babies, and then their babies became adults and made, made babies and so on. The child then went to his mother, asked her the same question, and she told him, we were, we were monkeys, and we evolved and, and became like we are now. <laughs> the, chi- the child, confused, ran back to his father and said, hey, you lied to me. And his father replied, no, your mother was talking about her side of the family. <laughs> uh, I love the old marital discourse jokes. <laughs> Those <are> classics. <laughs> and they're always funny. You should say them at, at every family dinner, especially when you're with the in-laws. Absolutely. And, and actually, we don't have time for it, but I did have one more that was very similar that maybe we'll get to next time. Uh, dude, this this is... You're, you're leaving... The, these people wanting more, including myself. Well, that's it. We've done it. We've come to the end of the very end of our very first episode of this week today. This was awesome, Toph. Thank you so much for for putting this all together and just kind of nailing it like usual. Yeah, you, you bet. I'm glad you could make it and we had fun and um, I'm sure we'll have to do another one. That'll be great. Yes, I'm in. Anytime. So before we go, what, what would you like to promote? Oh, so I have got a lot of things in the works. So I'm going to add a cliffhanger. I've got Ooh. some stuff coming out for Lord Saunders, which is going to be really great. But I would be remiss and probably punished if I didn't go ahead and give a shout out to the Avoid Being Hated podcast. Um, I really do love that podcast. Give it a shout and uh, give it a check. I guess I, you should give it a listen, give it a listen more, than, yeah. more than a shout. And if you like to give it a shout out on Twitter. Well, you can pull it up on your phone and then shout out your phone. It's just not going to benefit either them or you. So that's probably not what you want to do. Just like your buddy's going to be yelling at the podcast when you can't remember the name of the old uh, movie. <laughs> yeah, and sincere apologies for that. I think I got all three. It was Goody's Secrets of Nim and Never Ending Story. There you go. And, that, and that's from the More Good of Them podcast. That was on their last episode. And so check them out, too. They're really great. Awesome. All right. Until next time, this is The Tofe and my friend, Lord Saunders. And this has been This Week Today. We'll see you next time. Absolutely. Be sure to tune in next week when we'll have Ben Hines, our millennial correspondent on the show. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeout. It's by Silent Partner, and you can find it on the YouTube audio library. This is the Gravity Beer Crab Pass. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Me, 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 me. Yeah. Me, me, me. Biggle, biggle, biggle. Biggle, biggle, biggle. That's a wrap, folks. All right, nailed it.